Welcome to the podcast Game Changers with Jeff Newkirk, formerly known as Understandable Solutions. I'm your host, Jeff Newkirk. Today on the Game Changers with Jeff Newkirk podcast, I have Mr. David DeVoe. Now, I've gotten to know uh, Mr. DeVoe over the last couple of years, and I have to say he's just so influential in what he does during the day, and I'll let him describe what that is, but also in what he does outside of his day work. And he's very charismatic, and people just like really want to talk to him and be a part of his world. So it's great to have uh, David on. It's been a long time coming. We've had this in the works for months. So thanks for coming on. David, tell us a little, a little bit about yourself. Hey, Jeff. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I'm glad yeah. we finally figured figured out a good day to make this happen. Um, I think it actually works out very timely that it was pushed off to the to the new year here. But um, yeah, for those who don't know me, so I am a financial advisor here in the Woodlands, Texas. Uh, I work for Wood Forest Wealth Strategies um, and Raymond James. Uh, so what I get to do every day, which is really amazing, is help people plan for the future, uh, plan for the immediate future, the long-term future. Um, just in the last month, I've been working with folks, uh, younger 20s, all the way up to, you know, post-retirement, grandchildren, all those kind of things. So uh, it's very, it's a, it's a, it's a very rewarding job. Um, so hours are pretty good too. <laughs> You're very good at it. Yeah, I try, I try, I hope. So I really care about people. Uh, and I think that matters, matters the most. Well, and I think that comes across. That's why you're so engaging and people want to be a part of your world. Well, but you've you. uh, you've had a journey to get here. Oh, man. And your journey. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's an awesome journey. So tell us a little bit about how you got to where you are today. Yeah, I'll give you the, the short version. Um, so grew up middle child of seven. Uh, so always had a little flair for the need to have attention. You know, when you're in the middle, you never, <laughs> seven? You kind of just, yeah, seven children, six, so. six others. So six siblings. Yeah. So, so two older brothers, close older in age? Sister. what's that close in age? Uh, yeah. So 15 years between the oldest and youngest. Um, but the top five were born in eight years. Um, so we were all very, very close. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. My mom oh, loved man. her to death, had, had a daughter and then had four boys in five years. Um, so me and my brothers were all we're all pretty close. Um, and that was a lot of fun growing up, you know, your, your had mom is a saint. She really don't is. Don't know her. Don't never met her, but she's <laughs> gotta be a saint. <laughs> yeah. When you're a kid, you know, you're like, you don't, you don't know it all, but as you get older, you're like, wow. Okay. That was, that was amazing. What my parents did actually yeah. incredible. Um, you know, half the time my wife and I are like, it's so much as having a, a marriage, much less seven children to take care of on top of that. But, Amen. um, yeah, so I think that kind of pushed me into this idea that I wanted to be an actor. Uh, that was the original goal of my life. Uh, and I joke, mm -hmm. I'm like, with the name, like David DeVoe, people tell me sometimes, they're like, you just have such a great name. I'm like, well, thank you. Uh, my parents <laughs> picked it out. I wish I could say I picked it out myself, but I didn't. So, um, but I, so it does I just kind of roll off one's tongue, you know? It does, yeah. It's on the podcast today. Oh, David DeVoe. David DeVoe. <laughs> like, oh, he sounds like a movie star. <laughs> yeah. He is famous. <laughs> and for those who are only listening to audio, I look like one too. So very oh. humble. <laughs> no question. <laughs> oh, great. Now people are going to be Google searching it. Um, anyways, <laughs> back to the story. But started doing theater in high school, fell in love with it, of course, fell in love being on stage, got an undergrad in musical theater, 
uh, really thought I was headed for Broadway and then film and television. And then, you know, life, life has a way of changing your trajectory more than once uh, and ended up sure does. going through some several different things in life that kind of put me back in a different place. And then I ended up actually getting another a master's degree in dance of all things. Um, but I joke with people, I'm not a dancer. Uh, I can if I absolutely have to. Uh, but really, I married a dancer, thank God. She was a professional dancer. I, I tell everybody I did everything but the dancing part. Uh, so everything that's involved with a dance performance, I can do and, and did. Uh, so choreography that and that kind of thing? Yeah, so choreography, okay. but mostly mostly the technical side. So lighting design, set design, uh, stage management, technical direction, production management, okay. tour, all those things. Um, I love, I really like managing things and people. Uh, so it actually was was a lot of fun. And you get to work with so many wonderful individuals, the dancers, the choreographers. Uh, so it was a really great time. I did that for about 10, 10 to 13 years. Yeah. Um, wow. and then, and it, it was made... a great experience for you. Yeah. It, it's, it's amazing because uh, getting two degrees, <laughs> paying for two degrees in the arts, it's like, man, am I ever going to see a monetary return on that? Probably not on that side, but uh, it really does develop soft skills um, and, and your ability to create, your ability to collaborate with people, your ability to work on teams and your ability to be managing your schedule and multiple projects at once. So it gives you all this wonderful real world skills that honestly, a lot of the folks I meet in the business world could benefit from. Um, but so yeah, Agreed. no, I wouldn't, wouldn't change a thing. Um, ended up working as a dance professor for about five years Mm -hmm. um, and while I was doing that, because, you know, I can never just be doing one thing. Apparently, I I was like, you know, I'll get another master's. I'll just do an MBA while I'm doing this uh, just around around everything else <laughs> in, so, my, you know. in my spare time. Yes, yes. In my spare time of being a full time faculty member running a, a lighting design business in Houston and then, you know, being married, newlywed. So just added to the oh list. And, and who doesn't need two master's degrees? Right. Like <laughs> oh, I got gotcha. you. Oh, geez. It's funny when you just say it out loud. You're like, why? But uh, that's the path I'm I'm on. So uh, and then going through that, it was interesting because I was thinking about moving out of education and the arts and just wanted to see what else was in life. Um, I joke with people because I was like, I, I was in my younger 30s and I'm thinking, I've never grown up. I'm like Peter Pan over here. Um, <laughs> it was true. I'm I, I know we were just talking about this, you know, pre-recording, but I was still playing video games uh, every yeah. day, like I'm in high school. Um, I <laughs> I joked with people. I was like, I don't I don't know what life is like without spring break. Uh, I'd always been on the academic calendar because I was always yeah. either in school, working at school, married to someone in school. Um, you know, summers were for spending time being off and and you know refreshing yourself to get ready for the next nine months of craziness during the school year. I, I like um, the way you're, you're going with that thought process. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe we should all do that. We should all just take three months off during the summer and shut the world You'd down. Probably be a, a lot happier. <laughs> probably. <laughs> absolutely. And more productive during those nine months, I would hope. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so it was like, oh my gosh, like I've just been on this loop my entire life of you get up, you go to school, you live the school, you live the academic calendar, you talk to everybody in semesters whether they're in school or not, you're like, oh yeah, mm -hmm. what are you doing this semester? And they're like, what are you, what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you mean a semester? I, I graduated from school 20 years ago. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, so did I. Okay. But I, I realized I was like, you know what? I kind of want to see what's life like if I actually 
get off this calendar. Um, and so I, I really was influenced heavily by my finance professor. I took an investment finance class. And luckily, my last semester, it was an elective. It was kind of the route I'd wanted to go. Um, mm -hmm. I just didn't know if that was right or not. But after taking that class, I was like, this is, man, this is it. Found my passion, found my love. Uh, always been a big nerdy math guy um, and just love that side. I still, as an artist, have a very analytical brain. Can't get away from that. Uh, there's uh, no way that you can be nerdy. That's just, I, you're not, yeah, I don't oh, see Oh man, it. if I didn't have my blurred background on and I like panned the camera a little that direction, I literally have Harry Potter wands on the wall. I have Lord of the Rings swords on the wall just off camera. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm a huge sci-fi, like major. Right. Yeah, time travel, I'm in. So <laughs> All right. uh, yeah, definitely. So, but yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to just take a leap here. Um, it was a little scary, but luckily I have the best partner in the world. She's incredible. Brett, um, I, I, I feel bad for her sometimes because I'm like, <laughs> Hey, I'm going to just change directions here. And she's like, again, I'm like, yep. And she's like, okay, yeah. all right. I, she believes in me. So it helps me yeah. to believe in myself. And yeah, it helps, I, doesn't it? It really does. Like you having a partner support. who believes in you. Yeah, yeah. No question. Absolutely. Um, and so I was like, I'm quitting my job. Uh, I don't have a job, but I just, I have to move on. Uh, mm -hmm. and so I'm not necessarily saying that that's always the best idea for people, but I, I knew something would come up. So I quit my job and a month later I had a job working as a financial advisor. Um, and then, yeah, I've been doing that for the last three years now. And I know <laughs> if people are listening to this that know me in the woodlands, I didn't know anybody in Montgomery County three years ago. Um, and that's hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> I said that to someone the other day. They're like, no, you're no, there's no way. I was like, no, really. I, I pretty much, you know, I grew up in the Northwest side of Houston, spent basically most of my time in Huntsville once I graduated high school. Uh, and yeah, so three years ago, I, I was like, I'm all in, I'm going, going to Montgomery County, going into the woodlands, going to meet as many people as I can. And, and just try to try to get involved in the community as quickly and as efficiently as possible. And it's, well, paid off. it's been amazing. I I would say that you've done an exceptional job of getting out there, meeting people and, you know, for people to get to know you. So building awareness of what you do, your job. And one of the things that I think you really embody is that uh, charisma and that, that ability to communicate with all different kinds of people, people on different levels. It doesn't matter who they are, where they're from, and you just have that really engaging personality and you communicate in a way that people feel comfortable talking with you. And I think that's that's definitely a skill that you bring. And with that, in your opinion, what other skills that uh, you think you've really grown into and improved over the last couple of years to be so influential in the community? Because truth is you are, I mean, you are influential. Thank you. And I know for you, the best is yet to come. Thank you. I hope so. I hope I hope the future is always better than the present. I hope that for everybody. Um, Absolutely. Oh, boy. Uh, so I think, I mean, well, number one is just it's putting yourself out there, like getting yourself out there. Uh, you're not you're not going to meet anybody sitting at home. Um, so it just, and that's hard to do, though, right? I mean, for it, some people, when they're so... Um, you know, I don't want to say introverted, but 
hesitant to put themselves out there. How, how do they, how would you suggest they do that? I mean, you know, you can't just say, hey, go to a networking meeting, you know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, it's it's keep trying new things. Like it, that's really what it comes down to. Uh, and remembering that you're, you're, you're a special individual, uh, just like everybody else. So I think a lot of times the problem is, is we get into these habits of asking people what we should do. And then we're like, okay, that worked for them. So it should work for me. And then it doesn't work for me. So then I get discouraged. And so I'm like, well, I guess there's something wrong with me because it doesn't work for me and it works for them. And so I'm just not going to try anything else. Uh, and so it kills confidence, right? Right. You know, and when you don't have confidence, you're so hesitant to do anything because you're, you're afraid of being judged. Mm -hmm. And, you know, here's the deal. We're all being judged all the time. All the time. All the you time. Just gotta get over like it. it or not, being judged. <laughs> exactly. And, and I mean, you and I have been judged probably a thousand, hopefully maybe a million times since this episode started. Oh, I'm sure. But, yeah. <laughs> but we have to get <laughs> over it, right? I mean, it is what it is. You, it, as long as you're true to yourself mm -hmm. and do the best that you can, let the chips fall where they may. I think, I think that's one of the big things is just being who you are and being okay with who you are and being that person all the time. Um, you know, uh, I always forget who it's attributed to, but it's, it's like, just be yourself because everyone else is already taken. Uh, yep. It's such a great quote because it's true. And so growing into a group of people, so often we, we try to project someone or we project who the people we think those people want to be like be around or, mm -hmm. or what we've seen stereotypically of those kind of people. But really at the end of the day, like people, people want to see individuality. Like they, it's refreshing. Um, I think that's maybe what draws people to me is that I'm just myself. Like, and I don't, I don't, it's ironic. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to sit and perform for you uh, <laughs> unless I'm actually <laughs> performing. Right. Like <laughs> I do a lot of performances, little mini performances all the time, but, uh, but I'm, I'm going to be authentic as I can be uh, because I just, I can't be anybody else. Um, it, it almost feels dirty to be anybody else. Uh, I just want because you to if we're if we're not being true to ourselves, then we're not being authentic. We're not being genuine. And you know what? People can see right through that anyway. So right. I mean, if you're not being who who you really are, then it's you're not going to be engaging. People are not going to want to be around you. And so I, I think that's the big one of the big pluses that you bring is that you know, hey, I'm David Devoe, and this is what I do. This is how I am. And by the way, I'm really charismatic and want to see me dance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm incredibly flexible. Right, no, ways not, one. Maybe, maybe not quite like that, but, <laughs> but seriously, no, I mean, you're, you're a lot of fun to be around. And when you, when you have something to say, people listen. Oh, thank you. I hope so. Uh, and I hope what I'm saying is worth listening to. Uh, I think it is for sure. I, yeah. Good. Thank you. So one of the things that you talked about is mm -hmm. the three most important elements in our lives. And I, I think this is so key. So tell us what those are and, and what do they mean? Why are they so important? Yeah, so just the last several years, I guess moving into financial advising, it's been just eye-opening. Um, really, I guess actually prior to that, just to set this up, so my dad passed away eight years ago um, and well, my siblings chose me to handle, thank you. Uh, they chose me to handle his estate. And I was like, I don't, I've never done this before. I had no idea. 
Uh, and so it was a really oh. four year long eye opening process of, mm-hmm. you know, how to do all of that. And, and that, that was part of the impetus of moving into the field that I'm in now is also making sure that I can help other individuals not have to go through that. But um, it just, it really made me start to think about the fact that every decision that we make in life, um, and if people can think of one that isn't, please let me know, like I've been trying to, but in my opinion, every decision we make affects these three pillars. It's, it's health, wealth, and time. Um, so in my life now, I imagine just like a Venn diagram with those three things. And in the middle, it just has life. Uh, so I, I love like- that. So explain that again. So people get that. Sure. Health, so wealth and time, health, wealth, and time. Uh, so whether you want to think of it as three pillars holding up, holding up your life, uh, or three overlapping ideas that all combine to create your life. Uh, but it's, to me, it's, it's the same concept. We see it throughout life. We see, uh, this idea of threes that make a whole, uh, whether you believe in Christianity and you believe in the Holy Trinity of the father, son, Holy spirit, you look at time itself is made up of past, present, and future space is made up of three different dimensions. You have your X, Y, and Z axis. So every point in space has those three dimensions, three singular things that come together to create one point in your life. And so every single decision that we make is going to affect our health, wealth, and our time. And what we're going to be doing the rest of our lives is we trade off between those three things. Uh, And there's not necessarily, again, like you must be doing this, must be doing that. Mm -hmm. Everybody has to make those independent choices for themselves, but realizing that you can't have it all, unfortunately. Like you give up one to have the others. Uh, So like a really easy example of that, for instance, would be um, fast food. So let's just take that. Fast food, there's a huge fast food industry, right? And that's because people Mm -hmm. give up, people care more about their time sometimes than they do their health. Uh, And so they're willing to either spend a little bit more to just run by and get some food, and they can do it quickly and then they can go home. They can do what they want with their time. Whereas if you want to do the flip side of that, if you want to come home and you want to have a healthier meal, for instance, so you're actually contributing more to your health. Well, now you've got to figure out when am I going to go to the grocery store to get these groceries mm-hmm. to actually make a healthier meal? I'm going to, have to spend time cooking that meal. And we always joke because it's like you spend an hour making a meal and you consume it in like 10 minutes. Right. And so, so you're giving up your time to do all that. Uh, but you might be gaining back either some some wealth and you're definitely gaining back health in the long term. Um, so it's 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 a bit eye opening when you start looking at every decision on that and going, oh, man, How? you're just kind of blowing me away over here with that. <laughs> but it's, it's so, so true. I mean, you know, how, how many fast food restaurants are there just on any main street that you go down? I mean, I, mm-hmm. I don't care what city you're in. You know, we're here in uh, in spring in the woodlands. So we see Whataburger everywhere, but yeah. I mean, people and just, they'll just stop by and, and get whatever's, you know, whatever's quick and they lose sight of what that's doing to themselves short-term and especially long-term. Right. You know, and, I, and I think that's where the wealth comes in, right? I mean, because if you are really conscientious about taking care of yourself health-wise and taking the time to plan for that and have balance in your life long-term your wealth will be far greater would you agree absolutely and that's the thing is is a lot of times we only either one we're only looking at the present or two we're only looking at one side of the equation um so it's like oh it's so much i'm saving money because i'm just going to run through and get this you know 
three for one deal at, at whatever. I don't even know what fast food restaurants have anymore. Don't, don't eat fast food. So it's just like, but I see. Yeah, you do. Come on. <laughs> I really don't. Unless Starbucks <laughs> counts. I don't, and I don't even eat food there. Just coffee. But All right, I'm, uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, you're, so, you're, it's true. You've said that before. And that's an inspiration to people like me who probably eat too much fast food. <laughs> <laughs> this is no knock on fast food. If that's your life, like if that's the only way your life works, but just know, uh, you know, you're not eating it in a vacuum, you know, right? So the you might be saving money <laughs> another way of yeah, saying no, no pun right, if you want to right? go to mcdonald's every day that's cool but you're gonna have a heart attack pretty soon right just well, letting you know <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know but you are eventually it's like okay hey i'm saving money now but you're eventually going to pay for that in the future right like because you're either going to be on medication or you're going to have heart disease or you're gonna it's going to contribute yep. to obesity so you might already be paying for that now actually by paying for medication to offset you know, some sort of symptom that has occurred due to eating fast food all the time. Um, and so, but sometimes it's like conscious, sometimes it's unconscious. And sometimes it's people, you know, I totally understand. It's like, people are like, well, no, I mean, that's the only thing I'm a, I can do. Like a lot of times people feel trapped inside their decisions or, or in the, I I've started thinking about life as a loop as well. So you'll hear me use the word a loop mm -hmm. a lot. Um, and I, I you love Westworld it's, it's, you know, it's definitely a mature show. So just throw it out there, but it just makes you think of this idea. Like we all live our lives on these loops, you know, for the most part, we call them habits a lot of times, but in my opinion, it's, it's a loop. You just, we get up, we do the same thing. We, you know, you have your morning routine, you go to work, you come home and you just start building these loops in your life. And it's really hard to get Round off day. once you get on those. Yeah. And it's really real that we live in all of that. And so a lot of times we've convinced ourselves that we can't get off that loop. Uh, and we're really good at human beings at rationalizing why uh, after the fact. So there's, I mean, because originally like the whole fast food thing, actually, my wife and I, we, we every year we do a New Year's resolution together, uh, something that we're looking to better our lives this year as a couple. Um, and that was the very I first thing that. we ever That's did. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's helpful doing it with someone else because once again, like, I bet you I maybe probably would have never completed any of them if we weren't doing it together. Um, Cause we're all going to have your own moments, accountability right? partner there. Yeah, absolutely. And it doesn't have to be your spouse. It can be anybody, but, um, and it's not too late to start one. If you want to start one this year, it's only what the sixth. So we'll, yep, we'll get yep. that first week pass, but and I'm still on track on mine. Yeah. Six good for in. you. Yes. Woo! So every day, <laughs> that's all that matters. Get it done today. Uh, tomorrow we'll worry about itself, but no, but the first one we did, we so we were living uh, a really crazy life. We had both just graduated from grad school, getting our MFAs in dance. I was being a professor up at SAM, as well as running a lighting design business in Houston. And I was Sam living at Houston University, brand. by the way. Yeah, at Sam Houston well, University. All those non-Texans out there. Ooh, eat them up, cats. Uh, so I was, we were living in spring, though. So every day I'm driving from spring up to Huntsville to teach. Some days I would then leave in the middle of the day, drive into Houston, have a production meeting for a show that I was doing in Houston, then drive back to Huntsville, teach another class, and then stay that night to design lights or to run a show at Sam and then come home and then That's get up. crazy. And and then come home, play video games till like two in the morning, and then get up and do it all over again. And I did that for about six years. Um, and you just tell yourself, this is this is the life, you know, this is my life. And there's just, I have to do this because I have to pay my bills. And you, there's all these things, right, that you have to do. Uh, and it, it started out as we were eating out all the time um, because Britt was kind of living the same life. She was teaching as an adjunct, performing down in Houston. And you're just like, there's no time to cook meals or there's no time. But, but at mm -hmm. some point, you just have to make the decision to make time. Um, time Change is the one up. thing 
yeah, time is the one thing we all have the same amount of, right? Like to me, I love, I love thinking of time as a resource, just like money. Um, to me, it, 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 that's, it's, there's so many parallels between those two things, uh, because time, time is the one thing we all have the same amount of, we all get up, we all have 24 hours in a day. Um, in theory, we all have the same amount of time in our life because nobody knows when you're going to end. So you can't really factor that in, but, mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's more of an equalizer than money is. And it allows us to, you can get up every day and you can invest your time. You can spend your time. You can waste your time. Mm -hmm. You can give it up freely to other people. Um, you can, it's just, it's amazing. The parallels, um, you can put your head in the sand money. and be negative and sad every day and do nothing. Absolutely. Accomplished little because you haven't what you haven't awakened with a positive attitude and the thought process of I'm going to make things happen today. Right. And it's planning is so important right. to that. Yeah. So you can't do it without planning for it. That's, that's the thing. It's like, you're mm -hmm. going back to fast food. Like you usually stop and get fast food because you didn't plan to eat your meal. Now you're hungry and you're like, I got to eat something before I go to this mm -hmm. next event or before I go do this next thing. And it's like, just like with money, you've got to budget your time. Amen. Amen. I, I love that. You got to budget, budget your time and your budget for your business, budget for your personal life, you know, which takes time. That's <laughs> no, it's, it's, that's the thing. It's so, but it's so important. So this if year you you're working in the dark. If you don't have a budget, mm -hmm. like you don't know. Right. Right. You're playing monopoly. <laughs> it's none of it's real, but, but the, no, yeah. no, but this but the year, money and the expenses are real. Yeah, they are. They are so real. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so true. Yeah. Uh, and time keeps going. Time doesn't care about you. Time just mm. is going to keep on ticking. We're, we're in a, we're in a, we're in a river. It's rushing away, but, uh, but no, for, for me this year, actually what we decided to do um, as a couple of this year is, is track everything. Um, and so, so I'm using three separate apps this year. I have one that I'm budgeting with. Uh, and then I have one that I actually, this people are going to think I'm nuts, but I start a timer uh, every time I start a new activity. Um, and as soon as I start the activity, yeah, I put, timer going right now. I do. I do. It's on my phone. <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding you. So it's I, taken, I know it's, you're not. it's taken some getting used to, and thank God you go back and edit. Cause sometimes I'll look down and be like, Oh man, I forgot. Like, or the next morning it's like, are you still watching Netflix? And I'm like, no, I did not watch Netflix for 14 hours, but, um, but yeah, so I'm using wow. that. Uh, and then also I have another another app that I'm just, you know, I am tracking calories to the best of my ability. That one, that one is difficult unless you literally make all of your food, which, which of course I don't. I don't have time to do that. But so I do the best I can there. But I'm hoping that at the end of each month, just like I would with a financial budget, kind of look back, reconcile it, kind of see where maybe I spent a little too much, uh, or maybe just some things that I'm like, oh man, I should budget this for the next month. I'm going to do the same thing with, with my time and, and with my Excellent. intake and my exercise and just yeah. do a little experiment this year and see how things go. That's where the hard part comes in. And that's, you've made the resolution or the goal, you've set the goal, but now we're, you know, two weeks in one month in and we kind of lost interest and no more tracking and mm -hmm. it's all in the tracking. I mean, setting the goal is important, but the only way you know how close you are to achieving it is if you're consistent on tracking. And right. that's so critical. It doesn't matter if it's weight loss, in my case, uh, or if and it's uh, saving, <laughs> savings or whatever. You know, we need to we need to track. We need to keep on top of it. Otherwise, it's, it's time wasted. And that goes right. back to your health, wealth and time. Right. And 
I feel like a lot of people wait to track till they think they have a problem with something. Um, so, and it's like, it's reactive and not proactive. Right. And to be honest with you, our brains are not as good at remembering things as we think they are. Um, so we're really good at telling ourselves, oh, I don't have a problem with that. And cause in your memory, you're like, oh, I don't struggle with that. But then you start tracking it. <laughs> it's, it's very eye-opening. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I do have a problem with eating. You're like, oh, wow. Okay, <laughs> I thought I only drank this many drinks a night. But okay, just kidding. I actually do. So <laughs> Maybe I should point. get back. Yeah, exactly. So, good segue to the next question when you talk about uh, gluttony and gluttony as a national mm. epidemic. So tell us. Uh, what do you mean by that? Because I, I think I agree 100%. Yeah, so gluttony, a lot of times when you use that term, people think overweight or they just think food. Um, and I really actually, I pulled it up on my screen here because I want to make sure I have the definition. But uh, I really like gluttony means overindulgence and overconsumption of food, drink, or wealth items, particularly as a status symbol. Um, I like that they've added in or wealth items because it gluttony is not just about eating too much. Um, we definitely have plenty of that in America, but, uh, it's just, it seeps into the rest of our lives, uh, everything that we do. And some of that, unfortunately has been the shift in society and the shift in business models to try to get as many eyeballs as possible. And as many hours logged in an app in, um, some sort of form of entertainment as possible. And so companies have specifically and purposefully removed what are called stoppage cues from from their their entertainment. So if you think about it, back in the day when television was just live, uh, you know, you had to rush and get your VCR set up so you could illegally record something. Not that I ever did that, <laughs> but uh, you know what I mean? So, but you knew what time something came on, the family got together, or if you were interested in watching a show, you got on, you watched the show, and then you went and did something else, right? Because the show was over. And, and it was very rarely you wanted to watch the next show just because it was on, right? Uh, and then same thing with, I'm a video gamer, or I used to be. So same thing with video games. You'd get a new game, like, you know, Mario Brothers 2 would come out and you'd buy it, but there were levels in the game. And then there was a, you beat the game. The goal was to beat the game. And so you naturally have these stopping points at each level. So maybe you sit down to play and you're like, oh, I just want to get through this level. And then I'm going to get up and I'm going to go do something else. Uh, and then once you beat the game, Usually you put that game down and you were done. You moved on to something else, either a new game or just you didn't play games for a while. And now business models have changed where like, I don't know about you, but like Netflix, I don't even get the chance to say I'm not going to watch another episode. The next one's already playing. Like by the time I push remote, right? Yeah, it's like, mm -hmm. it's like, are you, you know, you don't should need, we go on the next episode? push a button. Yeah, it doesn't. So every now and then, you don't if you're time to go to the bathroom either, I <laughs> know it doesn't. So, but it is my favorite thing is my wife always says, she's like, Oh my God, Netflix is judging us again. If you know, they pop up that screen, are you still watching sometimes? And I'm like, Okay, that should be a stoppage cue. Get up, get off the couch, go do something else. But if yes. Netflix is judging, you've been there too long. Um, but so, so some of it has been engineered to keep us psychologically engaged. Uh, video games now, for instance, there's no, there's no beating the game, there's just leveling up a character. Um, and so there's just getting better and there's always more things to do. There's open world and it's, you can always play, you could play for 12 hours or 30 minutes and you're not really any further along because there really is no end game. Yep. Uh, but even more beyond that is they've given you these little, um, how can I phrase this little micro achievements. So we get this little yep. dopamine kick. We get that feeling that, Hey, you've achieved something today or you just you achieved something. Keep you want to keep doing it. Right. Yeah. yeah. I always joked, I'm like, if we could figure out a way to make saving a video game, like in real life money, everyone would have plenty of money to do everything uh, because 
they would be able, they would get that little dopamine hit and they're like, oh my gosh, yep. you know, I yep. saved money. So uh, I have to figure that one out still. But um, yeah, so so as far as gluttony is concerned, like we just, we overindulge all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then back to our previous conversation. So because we don't really track our time or time is this weird construct that sometimes feels like it moves faster and moves slower, right? And so you're like, hey, I'm just going to sit down and watch an episode of this show on Netflix. And then the next thing you know, it's three hours later because you just watch <laughs> the next one, the next one, yeah. you know, all of this whole idea of binging. Uh, just the fact that we use that word, we don't even care, right? Like, I know. binge watch or, you know, like, yeah. you're going to binge now. <laughs> yeah. Term. It, yeah. And it's, yeah. it's become the norm. That's the sadder part. Uh, it's not even like, oh man, like if you just binged eat all the time, eventually someone would say something to you, I would hope and be like, Hey, you realize you haven't stopped eating in like 12 hours. Uh, <laughs> you're going to make yourself sick. And it's like, yeah, we do. We make ourselves sick. We, we just totally disengage from life uh, because these stoppage cues have been removed. So yeah. we have to figure out a way to add them back into our lives. And it's up to us to, to make that happen, you know, to be smarter than the app or smarter than Netflix and, you know, know, know when to say when, right? Yeah. I mean, so we get back to what's important in our lives. And know so, your own limits. Um, yeah, I don't know how yeah. many times, oh my gosh, I've told myself, I'm going to get on, I'm going to watch one episode or I'm going to get on, I'm going to play video games for one hour. And I even said, sometimes I'm, I'm like, I get really diligent. I just set a timer and I'm like, I know when that timer goes off, you know, I'm like, uh, you know, I'll tell my smart device, be like, hey, set a timer for blah, blah, blah. When that goes off, I'm like, get up. As soon as that goes off, I'm like, hey, shut up, Sharon, or whatever, you know. It's like, <laughs> I'm still, I'm not done with this. I'm not done yet. I can still I play still one, one, game one more hour. Yeah, I just find one out more what's game. happening in the next episode. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm just going to watch yeah. the beginning of the next episode because they left it on a cliffhanger, and I'm just going to see how that right. resolves, and then I'll get what's up. What's John Dutton really going to do? <laughs> <you know? laughs> so so either having someone who can be accountable who with you, or, or like I said, budgeting out your time and scheduling something else that forces you to go do something. So whether that's, Hey, you know, I'm going to go, I told, you know, this group of people, I'm going to go meet them somewhere or I'm going to, you know, go for a walk with someone or go play pickleball or whatever it is like Mm -hmm. having that something else scheduled. So, you know, you actually have to stop doing this and move on to something else is really beneficial for your life. Wise words, Mr. DeVoe. Wise words. Thank you. Hope I can live up so I would definitely consider you a game changer. There's no question. I mean, you've made an impact in the community. And, and like I said before, the best is yet to come. For somebody who is just starting out and they're trying to figure things out in their own business or um, maybe just to you know, get more informed in the community and, and for them to make a difference in the community, how, what suggestions would you have for somebody like that uh, to to become a game changer what do they need to to do or 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 think about in order to make a difference have awareness i would say is number one um whether awareness of yourself uh like it doesn't just happen magically uh i mean i'm sure you know this as 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 a help like business coach helping people uh like becoming aware of who you are um, so I've, I mean, for the last decade, my wife and I have both just done so many different things to become more self-aware. Uh, mm-hmm. and one of the ways to do that is to continue to learn, be a self-learner, continue Love to it. read, continue to read. I mean, I think, I don't, I think actually, I think it was on your podcast that maybe that I was listening to, I can't remember if that or not, but I, cause I listened to a lot of podcasts, but someone was talking about the fact that like, 
it's like a huge number of people never read a book after high school, like ever again. I have mentioned that. Yes. I, I think that, okay. That's what I was, I was like, I read, I, it's Very an amazing sad. number, right? It's so mm-hmm. sad. Um, and especially yeah, nowadays. I think it's like over 75% or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and That's the fact crazy. that we have, it's nuts. <laughs> like it's, I, <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. It just, it blows my mind. And there's so many ways. Maybe you don't like reading physical books. It's fine. There's, there's audio books now. Audible. Audible. Right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Definitely. That's a game changer speaking of. So yeah. I, yeah, when I was driving to Huntsville, I had an audible subscription. I think I listened to about 35 books a year. So just driving back and forth every day. But, um, and what I actually do like a little cheat on audible or any sort of digital format is I'm a, I'm a bit of a slower reader when I'm reading. And for yeah. some reason, reading makes me sleepy. So I tend to like start to doze off when I'm actually physically reading, whether it's, you know, an ebook or a book, but okay. audible, like I stay engaged when someone's talking uh, and you can change the speed level. So I was, I was going to say, I thought you were going to yeah. tell us speed it up. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> because this you can get through a book a whole lot faster. Oh yeah. Well, hopefully this podcast people are listening on like two X. So we, you know, I do it all the time. Yeah. Cause it's like, I want to learn more and I want to learn more faster. Uh, and so I love, yeah, I love going on one half X. Um, because, you know, hopefully when people are having discussions or stuff, they, they're thinking about what they're going to say. So you can, you can get rid of some of that downtime, but um. Yeah. So just continuing to learn because until you become self-aware, you can't understand where you fit inside the community because if you don't know your skills, you don't know your strengths, you don't know your weaknesses. You, you don't understand. We're not, we are all individuals, but we're all part of a larger um, organization. I don't know a better word to put in that, but it's no, well said. Yeah. Like, so knowing where you fit in and you can't be yourself if you don't know yourself. Uh, So We did all sorts of stuff. And it's like, yes, there's all these, you know, there's all those psychological profiles and testings you can do out there. I will put a plug in for the Enneagram. We did, uh, we got into the Enneagram several years ago. That one is by far my personal favorite, uh, just because of the amount of layers it goes into. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's not a simple, just get online, take a test, answer some questions, and it's going to tell you who you are. Uh, It takes Mm -hmm. some some time to do some self-discovery on you get a lot out of it then. Yeah. Yeah. You get so much out of it. And what's the beauty of it is you start to apply grace around you to everyone else. Um, because That's you start important. to learn other people's Enneagram numbers, like in a relationship in particular, it was, it was so wonderful for, for our marriage, just understanding what our numbers are inside the Enneagram, how we approach life. Cause the Enneagram yep. takes things from a point of motivation. So what motive, what's your primary motivation in life? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and because that's what you're going to do. Yeah. Motivated to do Mm -hmm. whatever. That's what you're going to go do. Exactly. And I, I, a mentor in college told me this once and I, I was like, that's not true. And then going through life, I'm like, Oh, he's so right. He said, everyone always does what they want. And I was like, no, they don't. People do things they don't want to all the time. And I was like, no, you start to boil it down to, okay, maybe, maybe in your head, you're like, I don't want to do this. But if you get to the motivation of why you're doing it, you realize, okay, like even going to a job sometimes, you're like, I don't want to go to my job, but you you want to have a paycheck, right? Like, so sometimes you have to go That's maybe it. a level beyond, but at the end of the day, we all do what we want. Uh, so if you don't like what you're doing, you got to figure out why you want that. And until you can mm-hmm. figure that out, you won't be able to change it. But figuring out Absolutely. who you are is really key. So you can figure out where you fit inside of the group, inside of society. Excellent. Excellent. So when you were talking about uh, reading books, I couldn't agree more. I think it's so important. I have a goal that I set every year for number of books I want to read. And for the last several, and including this year, it's a book a week. 
And nice. so by the end of the year, uh, hopefully I'll have 52 books read, which, you know, thinking, well, that's, that's good. I mean, I, if I get that accomplished, I'll be, I'll be happy with that. However, so I'm fortunate enough to work with a, a client who is super intelligent. I mean, she is off the charts smart. Nice. And so she was telling me about the number of books that she read last year. And she's like, oh, I fell short of my goal. I'm like, well, what, what was your goal? 400. Oh my God. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I read 392 books. I'm like, what? Oh, what? Man, poor thing. Oh, geez. <laughs> so now I feel like a total slacker. Like, you only read 52 books? Oh, man, gosh. you couldn't do better? <laughs> oh my gosh, you only got to double digits. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> no, but okay. Yeah. But Jeff, that brings up a great point. Uh, when we're talking about setting goals, uh, I think so many times people do that. They look at other people and they're like, oh man, you know, that's the goal I should be setting. But, or here's what I need to do to live the life I want. And then they make that their goal. And it's like, no, 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 no. Do, do a goal, start with a goal you can actually finish, right? Like, yeah. So, yeah. So, so even in this place, like 400 books, there's no way I don't, I just, I wouldn't want to yeah. give that much time, fortunately. If I was driving a lot, maybe, who knows? But but even a book a week to me sounds like it sounds like a goal. I know I would fail, so I would never set it. But uh, yeah, so uh, but it's so it's one of those things where it's like, hey, you know what? If you if you don't read it all right now, setting a goal of a book a week, not for you. Trust me, not yeah, for you. Maybe like, it's a book. Maybe a, a book, quarter, a quarter. A quarter. Or, yeah, that's yeah. Or even just a book this year. Start there. And if you finish it in six that months. Most of our population doesn't read at all. So yeah. Yeah. So start year, with the one book club. <laughs> right and if you finished it early you could start book two and then you just doubled your goal for the year how amazing that's is right. that right that's right uh, yeah but it's about finding that thing so like even you can find that to exercise i feel love at the beginning of the year i love people they get the home gym they get the membership they do all the things yep. and it's like you 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 literally were sitting on the couch all day every day prior to this you really think you're going to go to the gym every morning at five uh that's hilarious let's be real <laughs> So how about we start with a 15 minute walk during your lunch break or like a 10 minute walk a day at some point, just get up from your desk and go walk and come back. And when you can do that for a month consistently, then maybe do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll, so it's that whole idea of like building up momentum. Right. Uh, and, and continually getting, that's where you get that dopamine hit from your own life. Yeah. That idea of like, Hey, I set this goal. I met it. Awesome. Like I can, I can do better than that. I know I can, cause now I've accomplished this. So I know I can do that. Excellent. Excellent. So now in the theme of game changers, yes, who has been so influential in your life that has sort of made a difference to you has been a real game changer to you? Well, I, I thought about this a lot. And so without getting too cliche, definitely my wife, like I have to, I just mm -hmm. have to put that out there. So um, I would not be Excellent. who I am today without her. Uh, Cause like I said, the goals that we've done together, I would never have done on my own. I know myself. I know myself. I'm not like, there's no way she's, she, we did 75 hard last year at the beginning of the year and I got halfway <laughs> and me, my analytical brain, I'm like, yeah, halfway is pretty good. And I was like, halfway sounds really good. I was already thinking when I'm talking to people about it. And even if I'm talking about failing, I'm like, well, I made it halfway. That sounds nice. Right? Like it just has a good <laughs> to it. And so I just remember it was like at that halfway point, I was like, I just didn't want to do my second 45 minute workout for the day. And she was like, we're doing it. We're going for a walk. It's like 30 degrees outside. I don't care. We're going to go walk for 45 minutes. We're doing it. I'm not letting you give up. And I was like, 
okay. And then it was like, we finished, you know, we both finished out, we finished strong, but. Um, that's awesome. Just, Cause that's hard to do. 75 really hard is. is not easy. Oh, it's not. That's, that's, that's hard. 75 hard, not 75 easy, but yeah, we do 75 easy already every day. But uh, yeah. So I tell people, I'm like, she, she offers the perfect amount of support and pressure against me on my life. Uh, and then a lot of times those kind of get confused as being the same thing, but I have equal and opposite forces, but whatever. So she knows the right time to apply both of those things in my life. Uh, so she's definitely, definitely been a game changer yeah. in my life. Um, and then I think on top of that, I've, I've always grown up in the church. I've been a Christian my whole life. Um, and so definitely, definitely the different churches I've been, I've had different mentors, youth pastors, pastors, um, mm-hmm. even now, just my pastor now over at, at Vibrant HTX. So, um, he's, he's already been a game changer. We've been going there. We'll have been going there a year next Sunday. Uh, and in the last year, just, just has really helped me to refocus. Thank you on, on just some things, uh, inside my life, but those two things. And then finally, I mean, I'd have to say my, my finance professor, Dr. Dr. Gutierrez up at Sam Houston. Uh, he's why I'm here right now, actually. Like if it hadn't been for him, I would never, I was, I was going to do project management. Like I was going to take the easy route out for me because mm-hmm. in my head, I'm thinking, Hey, for the last, you know, 10 years, I've been managing about, you know, 50 shows a year between Houston and the university. Uh, I'm teaching, I'm in a grad school. I can do project management. Isn't that kind of the same thing, right? Just managing a whole bunch of different things all at once and managing people. Uh, and so I started down that path. I was taking electives and that was just the route I was going to go. And then I met him through the organization, through our student organization. And mm-hmm. uh, he really did like he's, you know, you can look back in life and you see all these pivotal moments. And um, for me, that that was one of them most recently. So quick, so. quick question. Does he know? Does he uh, know that was he's been a game changer in your life? Because uh, if yes. he doesn't, he should he should absolutely no. Yes. That's all these people should know. I hope, I hope my wife does, but yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Dr. Gutierrez. Absolutely. He, uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I've, I, I, every now and then I, I send him a message and just, and like, dude, I just, I wouldn't be where I am without you. Like, I just, I have to acknowledge that all the time. So he's Excellent. just, he's the most passionate professor I've ever met. Like that actually cares about the students. It's pretty Which great. makes a big difference. And that's why mm-hmm. he's a game changer to you. Absolutely. You know, when you're authentic and you really care mm-hmm. about people and you want to help them make a difference, that's that's everything. That's everything. Yep. So awesome. Awesome. So great to have you. You words of wisdom. Uh love having you on the on the podcast where I feel a whole lot smarter now. Uh, <laughs> health, wealth, and time. Thanks, Jim. Uh, yeah. But no, it's been great having you. I really appreciate it. If people want to learn more about you and get smarter just by talking with you, which they would, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, sure. The best way to get a hold of me, um, I, can I just give my email address on here? Whatever that, you want. Yeah. Whatever okay. You want. So uh, it's just David and then the letter J and then D E V E A U. That's my last name, DeVoe. It's French uh, at gmail.com. They can, they can reach out, email me. Uh, that's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. Yeah. I would say social media, but to be honest with you, I don't I don't really get on social media anymore because once again, all the things we talked about, there's just there's no stoppage queue. You know, it's the death it scroll. It's a little and, crazy out there. Yeah. So I, I honestly deleted all that from my phone about a year ago and I don't really miss it. And so I'm probably I bet there's a million notifications or <laughs> people probably wish me happy birthday. And I'm that's, like, okay. That's okay. So that's I'm right. not living my real life in the real world for now. 
Good for you. Good for you. Well, again, thank you, David, for coming on the Game Changers podcast. It's been a great conversation. Hope you'll come back and, and talk again sometime in the future. Yeah, Love thanks for having again. me, Jeff. Absolutely, absolutely. And to everybody listening, thank you for tuning in to the Game Changers with Jeff Newkirk podcast. Uh, I want to thank my sponsor, Outstanding DNA. Those are skivvies for men made right here in the USA. And they support veterans trying to pre prevent uh, suicide. And there are 22 veterans that commit suicide every day. And so Outstanding DNA is doing their part to try to prevent that. If you go to outstandingdna.com, David, and I know you're going to do this, outstandingdna.com, your first purchase, you'll get 15% off if you enter the code SOLUTIONS. That's S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. I know today was a great day, and I know tomorrow is going to be even better. Peace, everyone. Thank you.